You are now listening to Hans. Check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys. You're tuned in to yet another episode of Hans Speaks. I have my beautiful wife with me here, Ty. Hello. She finally, whatever, finally, whatever. finally decided to come back home <sighs> and join me on the final, I know, final episode of Han Speaks. It's busy. For this year. You're busy? Too busy for the people, huh? Wow. No I thought that. this was Hans and Ty speak. This is Hans and Ty speak. Well, you've been busy, so You never clearly. wanted to wait for Ty. Wow. Don't See? do that. We're not See? doing that. Not at the end of the year. We're not going to end of the year like well. this. We're not going to end the year like this. But yes, guys, you heard it right. This will be the final episode of the year. I am giving myself some time to catch up on some other things and to push forward. But I will be back mid-January. So please be patient catch up on missed episodes but han speaks will be back i'm not giving it up or letting it die um is it gonna be hans and ty speaks finally well let's see if you're committed you know you have commitment issues well so, you, you know, knew this well i know you i know we're working on you lord <laughs> gotta pray fast and pray guys fast and what, pray for what, me during this new year <laughs> whatever fast and pray for your boy so this episode is going to be around the holidays and what comes with it I do understand that the holidays are typically a joyous, joyous time of year, or it's advertised as being a joyous time of year. But the reality of the situation is that's not always the case for everyone. So I did want to take some time to kind of address the fact that we need to be more conscious or sensitive of everybody's experience around us especially those that are within our circle consistently so you know acquaintances friends maybe even co-workers mm-hmm. and to just be mindful of how we push the holidays on people the quote-unquote holiday spirit because at the end of the day not everybody is living the same life that we are we don't all have the same experience now we do have some shared experiences right but totally Totally speaking, totality speaking, our experiences are not the same. So I kind of want to get into that. One thing which we've mentioned before, but I want to bring to light is seasonal affective disorder. So what typically happens with uh, seasonal affective disorder is... Sad. Sad. It is. I'm not (laughs) going to lie. You're right. It is. Um, (laughs) It usually happens during the change of the seasons. Mm -hmm. Now, it coincides, popularly coincides with the switching of the fall to winter which also coincides with the holidays mm-hmm. <laughs> and the major holidays too, yes the right? ma- the, the big bangers years. right yeah yes. the bangers and this is um when you'll find people who are experiencing sad they become a little more reclusive um introverted they are less likely to reach out to those in their social circle their support system um they are just like the acronym a little sad a little gloomy um i wouldn't say full-blown depression per se but can experience some symptoms associated with depression yep 
So, um, because the person has different markers when you get into the DSM-5 and different durations too, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. um, so, I do want to make that kind of distinction because there are mental health professionals in the building here. <laughs> so, <laughs> I gotta act like I know. So, um, I do want to talk about that. So, how do, and also the other part of it too is holidays typically are when we share time with our loved ones. So what if you just lost a loved one mm -hmm. or you're dealing with that, the loss, with the loss of a loved one? So what do the holidays look like for you? So um, I just want to spend the first kind of half of our show kind of dealing with that. So if you're experiencing sad, Tamir, what are some things that you can do to help you cope through this season? Uh, Well, one of the things that worked for me was the sun. Mm -hmm. And I don't... I, I, well, they have those therapy lamps, uh, UV lamps that you can use to put on your sun. Uh, put, I'm sorry, to put on your face. You it's supposed to mimic the sun. What, the light? It no, works. not the light. The One of the things you can do is oh, say sun. Yeah, go ahead. Um, Iowa, that's when I learned because I had the uh, the first place I lived, I had the room that was in the essentially the basement. Mm -hmm. That's how And it was like a little, right. And so... Also, this is why, folks, I am happy with the fact that we do not have any curtains covering our windows. And so when the sun comes up, the sun peeks through the blinds, and I love it. I'll, I'll buy some. It's fine. I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> I need the sun. I need the sun. Uh, but I found that helped, and I don't... It boosted my mood. I could visibly tell how it boosted my mood to just come up and just get in some sunlight. Even if it's cold, but just having like, the sun mm -hmm. be there. Um the other thing that worked for me was actually still trying to stick to a routine. So one of the things that I remember experiencing was not wanting to move. So increased uh, fatigue, not wanting to move, uh, lack of interest in, in everything. Uh, and so trying to keep a routine, keep myself moving, keep myself going. Um, what's that? If you if you fake it until you make it? Yeah. So I faked it a lot um, <laughs> until I was able to feel a little better but that's what those are some of the things that I know works well you stole basically the first one for me um, because I was saying the time change right mm -hmm. so it gets dark earlier so and that doesn't help Pitch move. Black. yeah like it's seven o'clock or six o'clock and it feels like it's midnight you know so that definitely does kind of change people's moods like that the environment that we're in um, the amount of sunlight and how you get out there definitely has effect on your mental health and i was going to say that to make a conscious effort to go out into the sunlight to to even if it's during your lunch break to after you eat maybe go stand outside or maybe eat outside or eat next to a window that invites sunlight mm -hmm. in uh it really that vitamin d it does something neurologically to your body <laughs> stop it to your body <laughs> to where you can really see the benefits of it so um that thing uh that is an understatement so to get outside that to me is great also i was gonna say the routine i love that but also schedule in some social yeah. activities yeah. so a routine is awesome and i think that's great too it keeps you on task it keeps you from totally being a recluse and totally just going into a shell and neglecting your duties or whatever so a routine is great but i would also say like honestly literally schedule in some socialization times like make it that a part of your routine like going out with a friend for dinner or lunch or brunch or whatever literally schedule that because 
just like um, they say laughter is contagious and things like that, that's what happens too. So as you're around people who are maybe even going through the same thing or maybe experiencing some highs in their lives, it can rub off and be contagious for you as well. And it may motivate you to do different things during this season that you're experiencing. So I would say be deliberate in scheduling some socialization time, even if it's just, hey, let me go stop by a relative's house real quick just to see how they're doing and do it. And don't give yourself an out. So literally schedule it with other people. Yeah. Make it a plan because they will hold you accountable yeah. as well. So don't just be like, oh, I think I'm going to talk to No, physically call them up, text them, do what you need to do. Schedule some social time with your friends or anybody in your um, support system, your circle, so you can get that FaceTime with people. Mm -hmm. As we've seen going through this pandemic, we saw how much we undervalued that, you know, interaction with people. Yes, we have, stop it, we have <laughs> Skype, we have Zoom, but you know there is a difference between meeting and talking to people over Skype and Zoom versus having that physical face-to-face -face interaction. Oh, I mean, that wasn't an issue for me. Wow, wow, I'm done with you. Now, not being able to go out. But it's the same thing, though. Okay, yeah, you, have a you have a good friend, right? Talking to her on FaceTime and all of that, it's cool, but it's the difference between catching up with her physically out somewhere. That's true. That's true. So, that. same conversations are happening, it's just the environment is different. And you're physically... That's okay, I'll give you that. Oh, Lord, you won't I... give me no credit. <laughs> what? Um, so that's what I would say. So if you're experiencing that, um, you really... Uh, those simple little changes can go a long way. It really can go a long way. And of course, it goes without saying, but we need to say it also, don't slack on your diet and exercise too. Don't. So it's real easy, especially during the holiday season, all these treats and little goodies are coming out. Man. Um, it's real easy to eat your feelings. Starbucks hot chocolate. Right. It's 10 out of 10. <laughs> 10 out of 10. It's real easy to eat your feelings, but please be mindful of your diet, your level of activity, and your sleep habits as well. Mm -hmm. So please take care of yourself if you know that you experience uh, seasonal affective disorder uh, during this time. Be deliberate in planning your routine. Like Ty said, make sure you get some sunlight, be outside, get your routine. And like I said, schedule in some social time. Be deliberate. Make plans with people. Make plans with people because they'll hold you accountable and hold you to task as well. The other note, for those who are having a tough time during the holidays, I have some friends who have lost some mm -hmm. loved ones, especially coming off of this pandemic. Mm -hmm. Think about it. This, this pandemic has almost killed what a million people in the United States alone. So it goes to say that this holiday is going to be a somber, sad one for most. So the holiday season is not always a joyous season. It's often a reminder of the ones that we've lost and the ones that are no longer going to be here to experience, you know, extra family moments or to make new memories mm -hmm. with. So the holiday season for those who are experiencing maybe their first or second, you know, without a loved one, holidays can be a tough time as well. Very tough time. Um, I know for me, 
when I lost my mentor, one of the kind of like the holidays we would spend together, um, like Memorial Day, we would go out or do something, go out of town. Um, during the fall, we'd go out of town. So like, when those times arrived and like it wasn't happening, rather than be a joyous occasion, they started to become just, you know, ho-hum or maybe a little dark for me. So I do believe that two things I want to bring to the forefront in this discussion is number one, what do you do as somebody who's either working with or around somebody who's experiencing the holiday seasons in that manner? And then also I want to talk about if you yourself are experiencing that. So um, let's start with you yourself. So I know for me, um, I am a believer in that grief is a process, right? It's not a short process, a long and lifetime process. Mm -hmm. And you have to be deliberate with it and you have to be able to see yourself through it, not avoid it, not try to sweep it under the rug. So one of the things that I had a hard time with is sitting with those feelings of emptiness or like a part of me was missing doors during those time. So I had to first come to terms with that, that something was missing or something was different mm -hmm. and that it was never going to be like it was, but that necessarily doesn't mean I can no longer enjoy uh -huh. these seasons. Mm -hmm. I just had to, for me, come to terms with the fact that what it was, it wasn't going to be, but that doesn't necessarily mean I will no longer have joy or happiness in those seasons. Mm -hmm. Now, granted, other processes had to happen before for me to get there, right? So I had to make sure I was grieving properly and, you know, taking care of myself and doing what I needed to do. But I know for me, that's one thing I had to come to terms with, just accepting that, you know what? This is gonna be a time of year that I won't get to enjoy with this loved one, but that doesn't necessarily mean I can't enjoy it. And also too, I don't think it's wrong to remember them in the season as well too and find a way to do maybe a little memorial tradition if you have others who have um, that shared loss with you, mm -hmm. or even if it's just you, find something to do in remembrance of them. Mm -hmm. I think that's also helpful in the whole grieving process and accepting that, hey, I lost a loved one. Yeah. Yeah. Thoughts? Oh, I 100% agree. And as you're talking, I was just thinking about uh, someone that I lost and, and what that, what, or especially around the holiday, holidays. Um, so my godmother, when I would go home, Christmas time. So Christmas, generally spent the day at my grandma's house, um, but and that evening, going to my Gloria house to see my goddess Zelly, and she made her cookies. Um, so brown sugar cookies, um, gingerbread man, like, and, mm -hmm. and we decorate them with my cousins, and you just sit around the table and you talk and you eat, and it's a good time. And so I was just thinking about that and reminiscing because since she's passed away, I won't have that memory with her anymore. Mm. But my cousins have kept it alive, and that like last year they sent out the recipes. And we all made cookies. Nice. Like we all we all did it, and so it resonated with me when you said, you know, you you celebrate it differently, but it doesn't mean that you still don't get to celebrate. Mm -hmm. um, it may look different, and it may feel a little different, but it doesn't have to be bad. Yeah. And so yeah, yeah, those are kind of my thoughts. And 
I guess a message I would want a couple of friends of mine who have recently lost people to hold um, as they go throughout this season. Definitely, definitely. And for those who are working alongside or have people who have experienced a loss, um, I just would love for you guys to be really sensitive and conscious to their experience. Uh, we, in the holiday spirit, often get in the habit of thrusting our whole holiday beliefs on others. It's the spirit of joy and just, you know, forcing people to be happy or holiday shaming people, as I say. Um, oh, you're such a Grinch. No, I lost somebody. Mm-hmm. You, you get what I mean? Like, I'm sorry, I don't want to dress up as Santa or participate in that. So I do ask that for those of you who are seeing people like that, you may not know what's going on. I'm not saying go all up in their business, mm-hmm. but respect their wishes. Respect their wishes and be patient with them. Now, of course, if you have a closer relationship and you know what's going on, then you can do a little more, right? You can maybe sit with them or have a conversation or offer, uh, you know, some lending ear or offer some suggestions if you've been through it you know things of that nature but what i would say is that just be mindful of how you come off during the holiday seasons because the holidays are sometimes a tough time for people so just be mindful of that but guys we're gonna go to break and when we come back we're gonna talk about relationships during the holidays holidays as a couple stressful stop it we'll be right back Welcome back to Han Speaks. We're talking about the holidays on this side of the show. We're going to talk about holidays as a couple, babe. Hmm. What tips do we have for couples who are experiencing the holidays together for the first time? Do you remember our first holiday together? Is that when you came to Iowa? I think that was right before Christmas, though, right? Yeah, but I was you stayed for Christmas. We did do Christmas together, yes. Wait, but is that, that's not the first one, though. Because I did Thanksgiving with your family. You did. Yeah. yeah. Oh, was that the same year? Thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> Got a lot of questions. <laughs> Got a lot of interrogating at that Thanksgiving. Never gone. You and your your brother in laws always talk about this interrogation. I didn't have to go through any of that stuff. Because it's biased. It's biased. <laughs> Women don't get interrogated at, at the Lua Door dinner table. It's, it's the men who get raped through the coals. <laughs> what are your intentions? What are you going to do? Well, How long have you been dating? Well, when are you going to get married? When are you going to have kids? Well, that happens during the holidays, guys. That wow, does happen right. during the holidays when they show up to dinner. <laughs> So I will say that's one thing, right? So if you are dating during this holiday season, it's your first time, or even if you're married, right? It's your first time don't being married. Don't bring them home with them, me, nothing. Yeah, that's the that's what I was gonna say. If you bring them home, 
please understand the message that you are sending that this is somebody who is special in your life this is somebody that you plan to have a long future with because you are now effectively announcing your relationship to others and also in a sense bringing them in so here's what i mean by bringing them in bring them into the fact that it's here and you're willing to share this little glimpse with them not necessarily bringing bringing them into your business, but just boundaries, boundaries, right? But some people will get in your business as well. Mm-hmm. So just understand the message has being sent. So if you do go to your significant other's, you know, house or whatever for the holidays, understand the message that is being sent through them. But I do have some great, you know, um, I'm sorry, my dog is in the background being really, really spoiled right now. So, uh, <laughs> you're gonna be in the in the podcast for the last year, Daddy? Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, I will say though, we've made some kind of great memories during the holidays, and I will say one thing that I do love about us is that we didn't have the same upbringing when it came to holidays. Right. We did not. And that's one thing we definitely first identified that, right? We first basically shared our experiences of what the holidays were for us. We saw the differences. And also, like, I also understood that we had to basically find what our thing was going to be. And I think that's important. You have to make your thing. I'm not saying it's important to celebrate the holidays. Do as you do as a couple, right? So if you are actually aligned to where both of you guys don't really care so much about the holidays then it it works out right but if you guys come from a household (laughs) where you share the holidays or one of them does Hmm. then you have to kind of figure out what do the holidays look like for you guys so what did you figure out babe that i will be celebrating christmas every year for the rest of my life from now on and that christmas now will consist of well the holiday season now will consist of me shopping and thank you Spending more money well. and doing things of that nature when before it wasn't because we didn't really celebrate Christmas like oh. that. But I'm fine with it because at the end of the day, it means a lot to you and I'm okay with it. And we do our little thing, right? We, we do, do. We have our special holiday date night, which we haven't done yet. We still have not done that. Wow. Word. We're, we're slipping. We haven't done that yet. We need to get on that. I need to make that happen. That's usually our plan stuff, so it's on me. Um, it's work. We have work. I know we have and work. remembering that work sometimes, you know, t- tends to take over your holidays. That's true. You do have to make sacrifices. And when you're more into the adulting life, when you're more into the adulting life, you do have to take into consideration that, hey, you do have to make some concessions for work and each other's work. Mm-hmm. Um, but also make time for your little holiday things. Develop holiday traditions. Don't be afraid to try something new. Um, and don't be afraid to have those difficult conversations too. Like, so what's comfortable for you to do during the holiday? What's not comfortable for you to do? I think those conversations need to take place as well. Mm-hmm. So I know for us, one of the things that we enjoy doing is doing a little date, holiday themed date. So we do that. Looking at lights. So yeah, we love to look at lights. Um, my wife loves to bake. So baking is one of the things that definitely does happen for us during the holiday season. And then, of course, the shopping. But what I will say, one new thing we're going to do is decorate together. I know. So we're going to decorate because we just, you know, we bought a house, the first house. So we're going to decorate together for the first time this year. We can ever find time to go get a tree. Well, you know. I mean, at this point, we do have like three ornaments. I'm proud of us. Baby steps. Baby steps. Baby steps. That's what it is. (laughs) So, um, if anything, make the holidays your own as a couple. 
Uh, also, just be mindful, too, of family traditions, too, because I had to be mindful of that. So New Year's is different for us. Mm-hmm. So I know for you, your family, you have the New Year's breakfast yes. where it gets lit. The whole family from the whole, whole family. family. It's literally a family reunion. <laughs> it literally is for you. They come down. They cook. They sing. It is awesome. I love it. Like <laughs> I was like, that is so dope. That is so dope. And for me, I'm Haitian. So the new year is really Haitian Independence Day. So we get together as a family. We have a uh, soup jumon uh, as a tradition. Uh, it's a Haitian custom. So, you know, and we're usually around family. We do that. So I know when we were back up north, we'll go in with our other relatives and go eat with them and enjoy the soup with them. And it'd be a time to kind of celebrate that. And we had to merge that for us. Yeah. We did. And then we had to figure out, you know, which holidays meant more for us which holidays were we going to spend with which family members. So it's really an opportunity for a lot of relationship conversations and maintenance, but it needs to be done tactfully because it can also be, like Ty said, a stressful time. A stressful time. You have to be flexible. You have to be flexible. Um, and and think, of, think also that sometimes plans may change. Plans are fluid. So you all may do something with one family one year and then switch the next year, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's just being open to really experiencing things with the family, at least for us. Definitely, yeah. And open with each other, too. Because I'm not going to lie, that first holiday that we did all that shopping the day before, that thing Oh, you were frustrated. I was frustrated (laughs) and worn out. I will not lie. And I just was like, never again. (laughs) This can't be every year. We have to plan this out. Like, we got to do shopping online or shopping ahead of time. We cannot cannot. do this last minute. No way. No way. Because I'm not a big shopper anyway. So this 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 is not it. And I love the shop. So yeah. So we gotta find it in between for that. We definitely do. Yeah, definitely being open with one another. I think is definitely key uh, to relationships making it through the holiday seasons. So the holiday seasons can be great for relationships, but they can also be a stressor and a test mm-hmm. for relationships as well. Mm-hmm. So it really can be a litmus test to see where you guys are. And what areas you need to improve. So really, really make sure that you guys are having these conversations. That you're on the same page going through this holiday season. And that you're talking through everything. Don't get me wrong. It's not going to be perfect every season. Some things are going to happen. Some relatives are going to piss you guys off. Um, sure. You know, some something's going to always happen. But you just make sure that you circle back and do have those meaningful and constructive conversations. Then you guys will be fine. You guys will make it through. But guys, thank you so much for joining us. This was and is the last episode of Han Speaks for the year 2021. I will be back with a new episode in January. And it will be Hans and Ty Speaks. Yeah, we'll see if you're committed. We will see. But thank you guys so much for joining us. As always, Han Speaks is available wherever podcasts are distributed. So please subscribe, like, and share the podcast. You can also hit me up on my social media. I am on IG as Hans underscore Speaks. I'm also, no, I'm on IG as Hans Speaks. I'm on Twitter as Hans underscore Speaks. I'm sorry. So you can hit me up on IG and Twitter. DM me and let me know if you want a topic for me to speak on for the new year coming up. I always check those and I try my best to bring them up on the show. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. We'll see you guys next time. Bye.